Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707 Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, emanating from the Sports Byline SB Nation Studios in the city by the bay of the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California. Yes, the man who's correct. My name is Paige Wolfman. It's often imitated, but never duplicated. Of course, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks. I've been defending that title off for better than 33 years. And straight up today, we're talking A Star is Born. Question mark, exclamation mark, which one is it? I don't know. But David Benavides, the current WBC 168-pound champion, of course, last night looking, how can I put this, super starch. Superstars. I haven't seen that in a fighter in a long, long time, but this kid looked good. Danny Garcia, of course, the kid from Philly, it tries to act like he's street when he's really not street at all. Anyway, we'll hear from Danny Garcia. He was the winner last night, stopping Brandon Rios. Of course, the often um, overrated, big mouth Brandon Rios out of Oxnard, California. We've got open phone lines all around the planet. This is your show. You can take part. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. That's right. Text me. Knock me. Rat me. Do whatever you want. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. And last but not least, if you're around the world and you want to get a hold of me, you can via Skype. And the address is Sports Byline, all lowercase letters, and then the number two. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. My name is Pedro Fernandez. More to come. Danny Garcia and that. We're talking about the champ from Philadelphia after the break. You're tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You say you even thinking about dying? Well, before you do anything rash, dig this. Everybody plays the fool. There's no exception to the rule. Listen, baby, it may be factual, maybe cruel. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Advantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Advantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. Love Daily Fantasy but tired of being stuck on the sidelines? We have some great news. Now you can make picks live when the game is on TV. Compete against other sports fans. And if you're right, win real cash and get to talk trash. WinView Games is a live sports prediction app that is sweeping the nation. And it's super easy to play. During the game, props are sent straight to your phone. You can compete in tournament-style contests that are available every quarter. WinView also has a $12,500 jackpot during the NFL playoffs called the Perfect Game. It's a winner-take-all prize if you get each prop right during the quarter. So put your sports obsession to better use. Go to winviewgames.com slash predict to start cashing in on your sports IQ. That's winviewgames.com slash predict. $20 first-time depositors get a $20 playthrough match. Winview Games. When the game is on, it's on. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Hey, I saw a kid in Minneapolis fight once in Cincinnati. You're tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on SB Nation, of course, Sports Byline Radio. My name is Pedro Fernandez. This is the hour number one of two here live on SB Nation Radio. Of course, we come to you every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday for an hour, Sunday for two hours. We'll talk both boxing and MMA on the show. Combat sports, baby. Speaking of combat sports, last night, Danny Garcia, of course, a former world junior welterweight champion, hailing from Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, a guy that is really like, I think, a nice guy. He's 29 years old, but he acts like a turd. And he, and I think his father sort of, you know, puts a needle in his back, sort of tries to get him to say controversial things like that, when he's really not all that controversial. He's a pretty good fighter, no doubt about that. At 140, he was king. At 147, he lost to Keith Thurman. Of course, Keith Thurman now 28 no considered the best at 147. Looking at the rest of the welterweight division, of course, we've got Earl Spence. 
the unknown commodity, 2012 Olympic gold medalist. They say he is like another superstar in the making, 23-0, and 0, a southpaw as well out of Texas, good-looking fighter. Jeff Horn, <laughs> Jeff Horn is not in the same league, I think, as the guys I've just mentioned. Of course, he beat Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao, 39 going on, 99, 59-7 as a professional with a couple of draws. Of course, the center of the southpaw out of General Santos City in the Philippines. Bottom line is, Emmanuel Pacquiao needs to retire. I mean, stick a fork in that guy. He's so done. He's just so done. Looks like the old Filipino bus driver. You know, you get on the bus here in San Francisco or in, in the East Bay. You've got the Filipino bus driver. You put a buck in the thing. You know, get on the bus. That's what he looks like. He looks like a chubby little bus driver. So what I'm trying to say is forget boxing, man. I mean, boxing's done. You've done real well in boxing. 39 years old, the guy that came from 107 and three-quarter pounds all the way to, like, winning titles at 152 or something like that, some ridiculous catch weight they put in there for him, of course. But, you know, along the way, there was always a suspicion of <clears throat> Flintstone vitamins. And what do I mean by Flintstone vitamins? Steroids, baby. Of course, Danny Garcia, as I said, 34-1, and 29 KOs, stopping Brandon Rios last night in the ninth round. Beautiful right-hand counter. Rios got up, couldn't finish the fight. Give Rios, Rios some credit in that he always at least comes and takes his whipping. He doesn't run. He doesn't hide and do nothing like that. But he's not the upper echelon fighter at 147 or 140 that he was maybe at 135, if he was at 135. Another name worth mentioning, we'll hear from him in a little bit, is Sean Porter, the 30-year-old, of course, 28-2-1, a former champion at 147 as well. So as I look at the rest of the 147-pound weight class, I'm really not seeing a lot. I mean, I'm really not. So we'll go back to what Danny Garcia had to say post-fight last night. How would you assess this victory tonight and, and your performance? Well, first of all, I want to thank God. I want to thank my team out here. I want to thank Showtime. I want to thank Team Garcia. I want to thank my dad, Adrian Garcia, one of the best trainers in the world. Been with me, been, been with me since day one. Ne- never uh, gave up on me. Always pushed me to the limit. You know, I want to thank my family. My mom, my dad, my sis- I mean, my sisters, my girl Erica, and my, my, my baby Philly Swift Garcia, I love you. But um, as far as this performance, I, I, felt, I felt the ring rust a little bit in the beginning. Um, my eyes weren't as sharp as I wanted to be. You know, he's a good inside fighter. He was giving me some good inside uppercuts and things like that. But um, were you having trouble a little bit with your right eye focusing? It seemed like you were blinking it quite a bit. No, maybe I just blinked too much with one eye. <laughs> but uh, no, I felt good. I felt good. It was good nine rounds. He came to fight. Like everyone, everyone knows when they come to fight, Danny Garcia, they come to fight. So I was prepared for it. I came to box. I did that. I came to bang and I banged. And I, I gave the fans what they wanted a knockout. You did indeed. And you got that green around your net, emblematic of the Philadelphia Eagles. You're a big fan, Super Bowl champions. Let's take a look at this knockout and tell us from your vantage point what you were seeing at this moment in the fight. Right there, I just noticed um, when I was getting my punches off, he was standing in front of me, and I just let it go. I just let the straight right hand go. I, I bought the fight in the middle of the fight. I was using the uh, lateral movement, and that's why I probably couldn't get him out there early, because I was giving him the benefit of the doubt by coming forward. He was just, but uh, as soon as when I got the fight in the middle of the ring, like I won in the later rounds, then um, I took it to the middle and landed good shots. Were you looking for that shot the entire fight, and then just finally found that opening? No, I wasn't looking for that shot. I was just boxing, to be honest with you. I was just letting my hands go. And just like every other knockout, I just let my hands go and the punch lands. Danny, uh, let me ask you how difficult mentally that first loss has been on you over this past year. And how much of a motivation did you use it now to try and regain one of those belts? It was tough. It was tough. You know, I'm a mindset of a winner. Um, I hate losing. That's why I never played team sports as a kid. Because I was a sore loser and I would blame everybody for losing. They weren't weren't as good as me. But um, 
I took it like a true champion. I took the fight like a true. I took the loss like a true champion, and I bounced back like a true champ. And we just saw a shot right there of Keith Thurman. Would you like for that to be a rematch? He's going to have a fight in May, and then after that fight, after he tests his elbow, would you like for him to pick you to be in a rematch? Uh, no doubt. I would love the rematch with Keith Thurman. Um, but uh, it's on him. It's on him. So whenever he's ready, we, we fight. Well, it looks like he's mouthing come after me, so I guess. Oh, we got show. Oh, you want some work, too? You want some work, too? You in my backyard. You in my backyard. Vegas is my backyard. Amir Khan, Lucas Matisse. You think it's your You from Ohio, boy. You're not from Vegas. Be here. Live here. Work here. Train here. I live here. I breathe here. I come spar your ass and beat your ass for free. No, no we ain't trying to spar. We trying to make some money. I come spar your ass. We trying to do I, it for everybody. I meet you at your gym. I'm trying to do I'm it meet you on your gym. I meet you on your gym on Monday. Hold on, Sean. Sean, this is Danny's night. Hold on, Sean. Hold on. Philly in the house. We don't back down from nobody. We can take it in the street if you want to. We can take it in the street. Hold on. Hold on. Sean, no, no, Sean, you had your shot. You had your shot. You had your shot. It's his night. This is the Danny Garcia show. Get out of here. All right. Let's get to Brandon Rios. Take the fight. Take the fight. Hold on. Hey, come on. Just take the fight. Just take the fight. Kenny Porter and Sean Porter making a scene in here on an evening that's not theirs. Get out of the ring. Ha, 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 ha. Get out of the ring. Yeah, right. Anyway, the bottom line is Sean Porter, of course, talking smack because Al Heyman put him in the ring to talk smack. Al Heyman, the promoted premier boxing champions, handles both guys. And, of course, that would be a pretty good fight. Danny Garcia and Sean Porter, I think that would be a very, very good fight. Of course, Sean Porter, of course, in my mind, just too short to fight at welterweight. I mean, last night he looked like he was wearing heels or something like that because he looked like he was about the same height as Danny Garcia when I think he is a bit shorter. And, of course, much like Kareem Mayfield, my man from San Francisco, the, the hard hitter at 140 and 135. I think he should be at 135 with a nutritionist. But he's trying to fight at 147. I just think that it's just too big for him. You can't reach the heights in which you want to reach world-class levels fighting in a division that is not yours. Does it make sense? No. But why then, if it doesn't make sense, why is there boxing divisions every four pounds? Like, you know, 126 pounds, 130 pounds, 135 pounds, 140 pounds, 147 pounds. Why? Because there's a difference in size. People are different. You can put a 112-pounder in the ring, a natural 112-pounder against a natural 115-pounder, and the natural 115-pounder is big. Just, I mean, percentage-wise, three pounds at that weight is a lot of weight. That's why I never understood why when they go past heavyweight, of course, anything above 200 pounds now is considered heavyweight in this world, um, that they don't. They don't wear either bigger gloves or smaller gloves or something like that because the gloves don't make sense. They've never made sense for him. If you wear 8-ounce gloves and you're a 112-pounder, 108-pounder, 105-pounder, uh, so some guy that weighs 245 pounds is going to wear a 10-ounce glove, so 2 ounces more padding. When you look at the weight difference, that just doesn't make sense at all. And boxing has, has mystified me over the years because it just doesn't make sense. But I'm big on gloves, but I'm big on smaller gloves. So why would I say that? Because I talked with the great Alexis Arguello. He and I had a long conversation when he was sober in, um, in, in Managua. And I guess it was about this from 1999. And he was telling me that, you know, when you hit a guy, boom, with a six-ounce glove or even a four-ounce glove, boom, you hit him on the chin, you rattle him once, and the fight is over. 
But if you hit a guy with an 8 or a 10-ounce glove, it doesn't have the same impact. Therefore, the punch doesn't have the, the effect that it would have had the glove had been smaller. Therefore, the fighter takes continuing punishment, 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 punishment. Instead of like, boom, one big strike to the bass drum, instead there's a whole lot of little hits on the congos and the bongos. You know what I'm saying? And the body just can't take that. I mean, time and time again, it's the guys that, well, you see it at some of the, the old-time get-together uh, fighter reunions, okay? You see who took care of themselves and who was able to escape the effects of CTE 10 years after their career and who wasn't. That's why I'm going to get deep into this uh, David Benavides fight coming up next. Of course, he was a star last night, no doubt about it. Ronald Garvriel, man, your corner should have helped you. They should have threw in the towel a lot earlier. They didn't throw in the towel. They let it go 12 rounds. What were they thinking? Eddie Mustafa Muhammad, got to slap you on the hand for that one. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. 
insurance, your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. I went to penitentiary. Gene Wilder, I did a movie. I went to, not me personally. I mean, I went to do a film in penitentiary. Um, <laughs> and it was, I was up there six weeks, Arizona State Penitentiary. It was something. Oh, you're applauding for that? Arizona State Penitentiary, real popular. <laughs> oh, man, it was strange because it's like 80% black people. And what's strange about that is that there are no black people in Arizona. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I wanted to do the right thing. Let my girls do their thing here. Ah, Veronica Bennett, a.k.a. Ronnie Spector, Hall of Famer, of course, lead singer of the Ronettes. The one group I had never got to see. I still want to see Ronnie, hopefully in 2018. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking for the world of boxing, MMA. want to mention this. We'll hear from, uh, well, I'm going to bring you back in time to 1968 in about 15 minutes. And we'll talk or we'll hear from Muhammad Ali and, of course, his, his great nemesis. I'm talking about his arch rival. No, not Joe Frazier. Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell and Ali at about 40 minutes past the hour here on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. Now, I got a text here, and, of course, the super middleweight division, we're talking about that, is hot and heavy. Of course, the winner last night, uh, David Benavides. Last week, Gilberto Ramirez was a winner defending the WBO title. He's 37-0. He's a southpaw as well. Um, so, I mean, this is all looking good at 168. I'll go back to 168 in a minute. But a text I got here from Arnie in Phoenix says, uh, how good was Marvin Hagler? Now, he was he was okay, but he got beat by a welterweight and, you know, and Ray Leonard. And when you really look at the, the total, the uh, the big picture of Marvin Hagler, he was a bit of a puss with a Y at the end. And why do I say that? Because he never moved up. His claim to fame was beating up on guys that were smaller than him. The war with Tommy Hearns. I mean, come on. Tommy Hearns was like the skinny guy, the hit man uh, up against Marvin Hagler. Marvin Hagler was all buffed and thick and this and that and of course, Tommy got that massage in the dress room before the before the fight, and when Emmanuel Stewart was out working, I think James Schuler's corner, and of course Tommy's legs were like all oh, rubbery from the massage. That wasn't good getting it before the fight. So Tommy went out there and shot his wad early, went for it, hit Hagler on the chin. Hagler sort of grumbled at him, and then of course the fight ended in the third round. But outside of Marvin Hagler beating up on John Mugabe, another guy that moved up from 154. Uh, Tommy Hearns, 147, Ray Leonard, 147, Roberto Duran, 135, started at 122. Need I say any more as far as Marvin Hagler's greatness is concerned? I mean, you have to put an asterisk next to it. And the man's got an attitude because every time we've gotten together over the years, whether it was in like 2000 down there in Mexico City, I think was one of the times we were all together at a table. And Alexis Arguello actually elbowed me because... He knew I was about to get into an argument with Marvin Hagler over the Leonard fight. Okay, I mean, come on, Marvin. I mean, hmm. Marvin, you gave up four of the first five rounds. Easily. You lost four of the first five rounds. Now, you've only got to win seven rounds in a 12-round fight to win the fight. So you've given up four rounds of a seven-round fight as far as Ray Leonard is concerned. All I got to do is win seven rounds. All I got to do is win seven rounds. That's all he had to do. 
And that's what he did. Seven to five in rounds is the way it went down. Of course, 115, 113 on the scorecards. Lou Filippo, the only judge at night, my buddy, the late Lou Filippo out of Los Angeles, a great guy. He was the one judge that thought Marvin Hagley won. And he put up a, a good good um, uh, reasoning for, for the reason why he thought that Marvin was winning. But, you know, Marvin wasn't imposing his will. And that corner that he had, Patton, Goody, Petronelli, those two guys should have been arrested for impersonating professional boxing trainers. They kept telling Hagler, Keep doing it. Hey, Marv, Marv, keep, do, keep, doing, keep doing what you're doing, Marv. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, he was losing rounds. I mean, what were you waiting for? Sugar Ray Leonard to get tired? No, nah, Ray was on Flintstone Vitamins that night as well. Look at Ray's body, and then look at Ray's body about a year later, year and a half later when he fought Tommy Harris. Look at the difference in the, in, the, in, the, in the upper body. It's just like light years, man. I mean, light years. Like one guy, one body. Put it this way. Looks like two different guys. Talk about Ray Leonard, of course, in the Tom Aarons fight. That was in 1999 when he fought Marvin Hagler. That was in 1987, of course, April 1987. What a night that was. It really, it really was one hell of a night. It was in a $300 elevated ringside seat, um, I, which was a good seat back then. I mean, it was really a good seat. You spent 300 bucks back in the day. You got a great seat. Now you've got to spend like three grand to get the same seat. So mm, maybe, maybe, you know, I'm going to say, I think boxing sort of outpriced itself. Anyway, back to Hagler. Um, had Hagler moved up in weight and tried guys at 168, there was a 168-pound title at that time. Of course, he, there was a Korean guy that they held the the uh, the title for a minute with a couple other guys. But, you know, he could have moved to 175. He could have tried to say, you know, I'm a great fighter. But he didn't He didn't do that. All he wanted to do was fight guys coming up. And the fact that Roberto Duran was licking him like a stamp there for a while, I mean, come on. Little old Roberto Duran, and he was old at the time. I think he was 32 years old. And he's popping Marvin Hagler with right-hand leads, busting Marvin Hagler's face up. Hagler looked terrible after that fight. He did. And had the fight been 12 rounds, Duran would have been able to win that. He would have won that fight. I'm telling you, he would have won that fight. And another thing, Duran couldn't handle the 13th, 14th, and 15th round against such a big man. And for you guys out there saying, well, it's only three rounds. Well, guess what, man? I mean, try getting in a ring with somebody that you're, you're equal with. I mean, you're, everything is equal. You guys are both the same, right? And then you put on 10 pounds on somebody else, and all of a sudden they've got a distinct advantage on you, on you in body mass and weight. I can go on and on, but the bottom line is size matters in combat sports and pornography movies. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live. We're wide, we're wide open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. I was a little disappointed last night. <clears throat> In the corner of, um, well, I kind of put this to you like this. I'm, an, I'm of the opinion that when you are winning a fight, uh, when you're winning a fight, everything's good. But when you're losing a fight, you really need to take an analysis of what's going on here. I mean, you just do. I mean, Ronald Gavril last night, his corner, I mean, the scorecards were 121 08, 121 08, and uh, 119 109. Somebody gave him a round, okay? And I think. Uh, a couple of the TV judges might have given him a round here and there. But, you know, it wasn't enough to keep him in the fight. I mean, when you're getting landed on like that, pow, pow, body shots, pow. And we're talking about thudding shots. We're not just talking about, like, slaps. This was the Benavides was not throwing slaps last night. 20-0, 17 KOs. He wasn't slapping. He was punching hard. He was setting down on his punches. I mean, he was really putting, putting some, uh, some uh, boxing shoe into the canvas there. I mean, mm, he was digging in, okay? And... Eddie Mustafa Muhammad, whoever was running that corner there, I mean, they should have realized after eight rounds, guess what? He's not going to be able to turn this around. Yeah, he dropped Benavides in their first fight, of which Benavides, I believe, won a majority decision last year. 
He dropped him in their first fight in the 12th round. But this wasn't the same fight. I mean, this was a paint job. If this was a if if he if he was a white picket fence around your front yard, this would have been a clean, clean paint job. I mean, not a mark. I mean, not a mark on Benavidez. He looked really clean. He boxed right-handed. He boxed left-handed. He threw uppercuts. I mean, he staggered. He staggered this guy on many, many occasions. And my opinion is, having been to many, many a boxing reunion, that he didn't need to take that. That it took time off his, not boxing life, his real life. You just don't need to take punches like that. Yeah, yeah, he's a boxer. He's a fighter. And you'll hear people like my godfather, Larry Merchant, say, you know, well, you know, he knows what he's getting into. He's getting into boxing. Yeah, and I understand that. But there comes a time and place where your corner's got to step up and stop things for you. I had to stop things with amateur guys. They'd come back to the corner, and, like, they're getting their tail handed to them, right? And I said, you know, that's it. I throw the towel in, tell the referee, we've had enough. Wave it off just like that. And the kid freaks out. His parents freak out. Everybody freaks out. But guess what? I'm looking at the long term. I'm looking at this kid for the long term. I'm not looking at him right now for this one little amateur fight. I'm looking long term. Okay, and people can't take punishment time and time and time again. You've heard Ali on the show in the past say, you know, it's probably not good getting hit in the head. And nobody knew better than the great Muhammad Ali. Anyway, going back to the 168-pound weight class, of course, I think on top, uh, these two guys, Gilberto Ramirez and, of course, David Benavides, both Mexicans. Gilberto Ramirez is a Mexican national. Mr. Benavides is a Mexican-American uh, out of Phoenix, Arizona. He speaks perfect English. He, plays the, uh, he wears a sombrero. He can play both sides of the fence. He can blow, bo- play both sides of the border. I think he can be a pay-per-view king. I think he can be the next Chavez. I really do, because this Chavez is going to speak English. That's just what, what they got to realize, okay? Because I Canelo, yeah, you know, Canelo, once he beats Golovkin, and I think he will beat Golovkin in the rematch, Golovkin's going to probably ride off into the sunset. He's 34 years old, not the most dedicated guy in the world, and, of course, you know, he gets older every day that, that we think about. It. I mean, tick, tick, tick. The clock is ticking on him. Nello, on the other hand, a little bit younger. Um, of course, got some good skills, no doubt about that. And I think the fact that he's going to use youth and the fact that, you know, Golovkin didn't knock him out. Golovkin was supposed to knock him into another world last time. And none of us gave none of us gave uh, Canelo much of a chance. I mean, I, I may have tried to allude to yeah, this is going to be a fair fight. I don't know. It looked like a, it looked like a mismatch going in. It looked like Golovkin was just going to eat him, eat him up. Okay? And it didn't happen that way. Canelo Alvarez, he can fight a little bit, no doubt about it. Of course, rematch going down May the, 5th, May the 5th in Las Vegas. And after this fight, we'll see who really is the world middleweight champ because I can't see two draws in a row. Wouldn't it be terrible, two draws in a row? Besides, the first fight, not the most exciting fight in the world, of course, and also the judging of Adelaide Bird scoring the fight 118-110, I believe, for Canelo Alvarez. That sort of irked everybody in the crowd. Of course, the other two judges, it was split up, and the fight was ruled a 12-round draw. And, you know, nobody lost. But that scorecard, she was on the WBO boat with me. We went to uh, we went to Cuba, Havana, Cuba, and the WBO convention going down in October. And uh, she was really blown away by by her score. I mean, she was yeah, she was hanging her head low. So not a happy lady on her score. Everybody has a bad day, I guess, even boxing judges. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide, open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The guilt-free text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. After the break, Muhammad Ali and Howard Cosell, we're taking you back to 1968 on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio.
Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you're one of the millions of Americans who can't work because of a serious injury or illness, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. It doesn't matter if you've applied before and the government has said no. Let the experienced attorneys at Bill Gordon & Associates help you get the Social Security disability you deserve. Their team of attorneys have been fighting for benefits for people just like you for over 20 years. And best of all, they There's no fee until you receive your benefits. There are many conditions that make you eligible, including some you may not even be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Bill Gordon and Associates today for your free no-obligation consultation. See if you qualify for the Social Security benefits you need and deserve. 800-443-4996. 800-443-4996. That's 800-443-4996. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. A year ago this month, at 4800 San Jacinto in Houston, Texas, this man refused to take a step. For the past year, he's been virtually incarcerated in this country. He's undergone all of this for the obvious reason that he didn't have the courage to fight such as Joe Fraser, Jerry Quarry, and Jimmy you, Ellis. Why would you say that? I didn't have the courage to fight... Uh, Joe Frazier and, and Jimmy Ellis and Jerry Quarry. I mean, why would you say that? I mean, you know, I've never showed no fear of nobody. And why would you, uh, as many times as you have came to my fights, knowing you had money bet on other people, I beat them. <laughs> I mean, why would you, seriously, I mean, why would you sit here on television and, and talk about uh, me being a Fred or Jerry Quarry or Joe Frazier? I mean, that's wrong. I mean, we just don't get along no kind of way. 
And you've been spreading that kind of gospel at every college campus every in this country. I go to every college that I go to. Everybody asks me about Howard Cosell. Why is it that you and Howard Cosell can't get along? And my answer is, we just don't get along. I mean, you just talk a lot of stuff that don't make sense. I mean, why would you open up the show? And uh, uh, you told me you would ask me a few nice questions. Why would you open up the show talking about I'm afraid of Joe Frazier and Jerry Quarry? You really believe that they have a chance against me? Well, I think you come to all of my fights. You follow me all over the world: Germany, London, Canada, and while and 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 you, I see you at ringside talking about these homemade champions. Then, do you really believe they could beat me? I'll answer that question in a moment. I first want to document your record. You were troubled by a less than mediocre southpaw named Mildenberger in Germany. You showed me nothing against Chavallo, relying upon the fact that he gave you water on the knees with low You've blow up on You've never seen me hurt a beat. What you mean I didn't show you nothing? <laughs> that's, that's, that's the kind of appreciation I get from you, from you coming all over the world. The, the company wouldn't pay your way to these countries for nothing. I, if I wasn't fighting so regularly, you wouldn't have gotten to see the world. And now you're going to down me because I'm not fighting and talk about uh, I, I got trouble with these boys. I beat those boys easy. Now, wait a minute. This marvelous wristwatch. What were you frightened of? I wasn't going to hit you. Why did you move? I mean, why would you jump over here? Uh, because I want the people to see the wristwatch that oh. you bought in Frankfurt, West Germany. Yeah. Only because, only because... I found the person who'd sell it to you more cheaply than anybody else in the whole country. Well, for once you... But, well, after all, I mean, what's you getting me a deal on a watch? If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have got to see Germany. <laughs> all right. My record is clear. I, I will shuffle again. Don't you worry. You get your homemade champions ready and line them all up. I'll be watching the television with you at ringside, popping off about how hard he hits and this and that. You let Ellis and Quarry fight it out and then let Joe Frazier meet the one or uh, whoever the uh, homemade champion is, uh, may say the Mickey Mouse title. Uh, I have a belt at home. Says world heavyweight champion. And for a man to be the champion, he's going to have to take my belt. And the day that he meet me, and if he beat me, I'm going to hand him my belt. And I want you to be the announcer that night because I want to see you quiet. I want to quiet you at once and for all. Ah, you son of a gun, you've had enough fun with me. You know that the one guy who has persistently maintained that there is one heavyweight champion in this world is Howard Cosell. And I have said repeatedly that you're you could right. beat all you're of right, these but guys. you make a lot of cracks. I mean, you just said I had a lot of trouble with these boys, and you're talking about me getting out of boxing in time to duck Frazier and this and that, and I don't know what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. You don't look as broke as you're supposed to be. No, what you mean, bro? Oh. Everybody says you're broke. You got no money. You gave it all to uh, Elijah Muhammad. No, how could I give it to Elijah Muhammad? I mean, the government, the American government, took 90% of, of all of my money before I got it. You know that local sponsoring group had that deal called the Joe Lewis Tax Law. The fact of the matter is, the thing you've missed most over the past year were the steady vocal sparring sessions that we enjoyed on Wide World of Sports. Well, we had a lot of fun, but uh, let's let the other boys have a chance and build some more contenders. After beating Zoe Foley, you know, no one was left for me to fight. So I think even if I was still fighting, it would have been good for me to step aside for two years and let them fight it out to see who deserves the honor to fight me. It's been fun. We've missed it. Well, things make it better soon. When, one more shuffle. Well, if I do the shuffle, you might have to scuffle. <laughs> We've done that, too. Good luck to you. Thank you. How warm does it get, folks? How warm does it get? 
Huh? I mean, these two guys, you hear the love, the admiration for one another. And I call them like rivals and nemesis and back and forth. But they would have never succeeded without one another. They would have never reached the heights that Howard Cosell reached as an announcer, as one of the most prolific announcers on television, let alone a boxing and sports announcer. And, of course, Muhammad Ali, having traveled the world with him, I could tell you he is and was the most recognizable face on the planet, bar none. Okay, and then you hear him, you know, I mean, it was just, it was so, so warm. And, of course, he had just beat Zora Foley, and basically it was all over for Muhammad Ali at that point in time. It was two and a half, three years before he would come back, of course, and fight Jerry Corey first, and then Oscar Bonavena, and, of course, then the, the showdown, March 1971. Who with? Smoking Joe Frazier. And you heard uh, Howard Cosell say there, there's only one champion, one heavyweight champion in his mind. Of course, that was Muhammad Ali, and it was. Born Cassius Clay back in 1942, Louisville, Kentucky, of course, passed away about a year and a half ago. Got to give him the props as being the greatest, not only in the ring, but outside of the ring. I mean, his wisdom, the, the fact that he could like, I mean, I've heard the Pope do all these miraculous things and this and that. I'm not into religion at all. I'm just not, I'm not into religion, okay? But I've been around Ali, and I've seen Ali in foreign countries, in places where they didn't have television, in places where they didn't have they didn't have any, any electricity lines going into this village. We stopped at some village. We were on this custom train. We're going from Guangzhou, I think, to Shanghai. And we're in this private train. We got this private train. The train's all ours. In other words, they got the engine of the train. Then we got our own little private car. And then we got a bathroom car, which was a hole in the middle of the car, which really wasn't a bathroom per se. That's a story for another day. Anyway, we're trucking down the, um, the road there, I mean, down the tracks through China, like looks like Nicaragua to me. It's all green, okay? And we roll upon a village, and the only reason why we're rolling upon a village, we know we see some smoke coming from people either burning coal. <laughs> uh, they don't burn too much coal in China anymore. Uh, coal or wood. So, you know, Ali's antsy. He was antsy. He always wanted to do stuff. He didn't like to sit too long, okay? And we had been sitting on this train for about an hour, an hour and a half, maybe almost two hours. So anyway, he, um, he says, stop the train, stop the train. So I got to go up there and tell the guy to stop the train. Well, you know, the guys don't like taking orders from me to stop the train, especially when they don't speak English that well. Okay. I'm telling them stop the train. I, I don't know how to say stop the train in Chinese, this and that. So we've got this interpreter with us and he's trying to hit on when the girls are with us. So he's not working and he's not doing his thing. So finally I had to tell him, Hey man, talk to the driver. So anyway, they stopped at this town and people were marveled because, you know, the train didn't stop in their town per se. They didn't. So, here come these people out of the bushes or out of the weeds with these little huts, living in these huts and this and that. They've got rotten teeth. And, and I mean, it's just third world. No, not, not third world, fifth world, okay? And yet they recognized Ali. It was incredible. It was incredible. Some lady fainted. So she couldn't believe it. She fainted. She couldn't believe it. She thought it was like some message from God or something like that, that Muhammad Ali had descended upon this tiny village in mainland China. Back in 1994, and they didn't know he was coming. He, had, he didn't, heck, we didn't know he was coming. Of course, that was a, a trip that Ali decided, hey, we're going to stop. I told you, when we've been on trips, he would stop the van or he would stop the bus or we'd tell the limo driver, he would tell me when I was with him and trying to call the shots on where we would go. This And, of course, we had morning meetings with politicos and politicians in Macau and China and things like that. And he didn't like hanging with those guys. Because all they wanted was like a photo op, right? And after the photo was over with, you know, he, you know, he didn't have a whole lot of kids. He just had no use for these guys. He wanted to meet with kids. I told you about that. Went to the hospital in, in Macau and, of course, made me cry, cry, cry. And 
I'm not ashamed to admit the fact that I, I still cry as a man, but I was crying that day. Of course, it was 1994, and we had went to a hospital, and there were kids with one arm and one eye and one ear and stuff like that. I mean, really badly deformed kids. Of course, in China, if you produce a deformed kid, a lot of people just throw them in the street. And that's where these nuns, these three or four Catholic nuns, got this little convent going, and they put this, this orphanage together, and it was sort of cool. So we gave them some money. I told you, so we gave them some money. Ali gave them some money. And, of course, I was on the bus coming home, basically uh, a basket case because of the fact that I watched these kids and, and the condition they were in and realized I had a daughter at home that was three and a half, three and a half, uh, three years old herself. And, you know, I mean, you can't help but compare and think about things like that, how lucky I was that she was born healthy and how unlucky it was that these kids weren't born healthy, but how lucky they were that the nuns brought him in. Because if the nuns hadn't brought him in, they'd be dead. And that's all there is to it. I mean, China, life is not all that valuable. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide, emanating force from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. I'm coming to you from the studios of Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. Of course, my name is Pedro Fernandez, the often imitated but <laughs> never duplicated, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways. Of course, Ring Talk comes to you Saturdays, for an hour at 11 a.m. Pacific, and that's 2 p.m. Eastern time. And, of course, we come to you on Sundays for two hours, an hour of boxing and an hour of MMA for the most part. Two hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sunday edition, of course, live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. A couple things we'll be touching on in hour number two. The heavyweight division of the UFC. I'm talking about Curtis Razor blades. They wouldn't call him butter knife, but razor blades. He can fight, no doubt about it. Lost, I think, to Francis Ngannou. Of course, a lot of guys lost to Ngannou. Why? They stood there and slugged him. Of course, Stip Miocic took him to the ground and beat him like he was his, like, beat him like a, it was terrible. The beating that Stip Miocic put on Francis Ngannou is probably enough to make Francis say, you know, I probably should have done a little wrestling in training. He did no wrestling. Imagine that. You're taking on the world heavyweight champion in a sport that combines wrestling and striking and all that kind of good stuff, and you did no wrestling in preparation for a fight against the world heavyweight champion. What does that say about you? It says, Francis Ngannou, you are a stone-cold idiot. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The guilt-free, no-commitment text line, 415 275 1613. That's 415-275-1613. Celebrating the possible possible birth of a star, baby. David Benavides, 168 pounds. We'll see what happens with him in the future. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I think boxing is dangerous. Uh, any man been hit in the head, the brain's a delicate thing. I think it, sh- it should be well protected. If a fellow's not qualified, he shouldn't be allowed to fight. But football is proven to have more deaths. Baseball, ice hockey, horse racing is a car racing is much more dangerous. But I would advise nobody to box if they get hit too much and it's too dangerous. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp 
Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. We don't back down from nobody. Hold on, hold on. We can take it in the street if you want to. Yeah, and the mod squad will be waiting for him if he takes it to the street. No doubt about it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. You know, pound for pound, Marcel Delacruz. I'm talking about Tiger Delacruz. That was his nickname in South San Francisco. Pound for pound. He was the best athlete I think I've ever encountered. He could just do it all, man. What a baseball player, of course. Got hurt playing football. Didn't box too well, but straight up, Marcel Delacruz, one of the best athletes South City has ever, ever had. No doubt about that one. A salute to, to Tiger Delacruz. And, of course, the Delacruz family down there on Arden in the city by uh, city of industry, South San Francisco, California. Enough of that. Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, an hour is still to come. We'll talk MMA for the most part in hour number two. But we will hear from Deontay Wilder. So WBC, of course, heavyweight champion, 39-0, 40-0, whatever it is. Who knows? But he's only fought. Like Larry Merchant said, why did it take 10 years to prove he could fight? That's sort of the knock on him. 2008 Olympic bronze medals. I mean, think about this. I mean, the guy's like 35-0 before he fights anybody even close to my status. I mean, he was fighting a whole lot of guys that were like, you know, less than bums. That's what he was fighting. I mean, that's, yeah, he fought a lot of hobos. No doubt about that. But. 
At this point in time, he's going to take on Luis Ortiz, of course. I think that's going down March the 3rd. Luis King Kong Ortiz, undefeated, I believe, in 28 fights, of course, out of Cuba. Got some steroid issues as well. 38, 30. He's an old man. He's in his late 30s, okay? Had the steroid issues. Tested positive not once but twice for anabolic steroids or, or, or what I call them, Flintstone vitamins. Yeah, you take Flintstone vitamins in combat sports, you're done with me, baby. You are done. I mean, the most I ever took, I took drugs. I will admit that I took, I took drugs before fights. I will tell you what I took, okay? Caffeine. Coffee. I have a big fat cup of coffee. That's what I would have, whether it was cold or whether it was hot. I stuck a big fat cup of coffee into my dress room, and I guzzled coffee before a fight. Outside of that, there were no drugs in my system. A little marijuana here and there. But I mean, no performance enhancing drugs. I'm telling you, over the years, I just didn't do it. So, you know, I'm looking back at the, at the current status of boxing right now, and you've got guys, you know, that are wanting to cheat. And I understand everybody's got to get an advantage. I mean, Shane Mosley got that advantage against Oscar De La Hoya, and that's what made him the winner in that second fight with De La Hoya when they fought at 154 pounds or something like that because he was taking both of those, <clears throat> the clear and the cream, and he was taking also something else that, that Victor Conti and Balco uh, Labs had put together for him. Of course, that's why he was looking so strong down the, down the stretch. De La Hoya knew it. De La Hoya was all down with me. When I exposed Shane Mosley for taking all those steroids and all that kind of good stuff, I mean, Oscar De La Hoya was my buddy, calling me on the phone, slapping me on the shoulder when he saw me, this and that. Then he signed Shane Mosley to a contract. He was a promoter. Then it all ended. Then all of a sudden, Oscar was... Well, he did. Yeah, Oscar. It sounded like Ralph Cramden. Anyway, at the end of the day, Shane Mosley definitely cheated on steroids, of course. And this guy, Luis Ortiz, tested positive not once but twice. And he says it has a lot to do with the fact that he has high blood pressure or something like that. Listen, man, if your blood pressure is so high to the point where you got to take drugs, maybe you shouldn't be in combat sports. Open phone lines all around this planet, baby. 1 800. 878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The guilt-free, no-commitment text line. What do I mean by that? No commitment? I mean, you know, you love me. You can tell me you love me. You hate me. You can tell me you hate me. You got something to say as far as the show's concerned? You can do that as well. The text-free, no-commitment, the no-commitment, guilt-free text line. The number is 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. The Skype thing's happening as well. You people listening around the world, the address is Sports Byline and the number two. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, hour number one of two. And hour number two, we'll touch on the sport of mixed martial arts. We'll hear from Deontay Wilde. We'll hear from a guy by the name of Razor Blades. Yeah, what a name. If you're going to be a fighter, you got to be Razor Blades. That's a great name, isn't it? Anyway, almost as good as Tyson Pedro. Of course, Tyson Pedro, a winner last week against a non-entity as far as that USC card was concerned. But you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number one to two on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. Stay tuned after the news. More Ring Talk. Say Radio News with John DeMaster. The impact that the Russians had, their objective of meddling in our elections to change the outcome. So far, there is no evidence that suggests that it has been effective. 
That's South Carolina Senator Tim Scott on CBS's Face the Nation as Robert Mueller indicts 13 Russians saying they tried to hack our elections. There's no evidence yet pointing to Russian interference in the election process. The FBI under fire for not acting on tips weeks ago that may have prevented that deadly shooting in Florida. The organization now admitting they'd gotten a tip that the shooter could have been planning this attack but didn't follow up. Attorney General Jeff Sessions. We're going to review Department of Justice policies, and we're not perfect either. Sessions on Sunday Morning Futures on Fox. And another passenger plane goes down this morning, this one over Iran. All 66 people on board presumed dead. Last week's plane crash over Russia blamed on frozen instrumentation. This is USA Radio News. For some reason, being unpatriotic has become a trend as a way to protest perceived injustices in our country. But true patriots understand that America stands for liberty and justice for all. Standing for the flag and our national anthem is a sign of respect for the liberties and freedoms fought for by millions who made the ultimate sacrifice for this great nation. If you stand for the flag and kneel before the cross, show your position through apparel and merchandise from the Patriot Depot. Patriot Depot has hats, shirts, mugs, books, and other articles that show our beliefs in the First and Second Amendments. Go to PatriotDepot.com now and enter code USA at checkout. Find novelties, bumper stickers, clothing, flags, books, and more. PatriotDepot.com merchandise allows true patriots to express their opinions. Check it out right now. PatriotDepot.com. PatriotDepot.com. And enter code USA at checkout. President Trump meets with House Speaker Paul Ryan today to talk about priorities, the two meeting in Florida, and they could be talking immigration reform. The president in Florida after visiting the victims of that deadly school shooting in Parkland. Meantime, could Democrat Joe Biden be considering a run for president in 2020? There are reports he had a planning meeting over the weekend for his new diplomacy center and during that conversation said he was keeping his 2020 options open. Biden talking about one of the last conversations he had with his son, Bo, before he passed away, telling CNN in an exclusive interview. And what he meant was that I wouldn't walk away from my obligations. I wouldn't walk away. He knew I'd always take care of the family and they'd take care of me. But he wanted to make sure I stayed in the public arena. That's all I've done my whole life. No decisions, Biden said, have been made. The Winter Olympics continue in Pyeongchang, South Korea. The president is South Korea. He says he's hopeful this will start some dialogue between the U.S. and North Korea. North Korea saying they have no interest in any conversations with the United States. This is USA Radio News. In theaters now, from Pure Flix. Samson, chosen by the living God. A hero will rise. He has the strength of a god. I saw it with my own eyes. My name is Samson. And you will face the wrath of God. Samson. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing. For tickets and information, go to samson.movie. In a speech at the Munich Security Conference, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu delivers a dramatic message to Iran. We get details from USA Radio's John Clements. Mr. Netanyahu held up a fragment of an Iranian drone that was shot down by the Israeli military on February the 10th after it violated the airspace of the Jewish state. He used the prop as he addressed Iranian Foreign Minister Zarif. I bought it here so you can see it for yourself. Mr. Zarif, do you recognize this? You should. It's yours. You can take back with you a message to the tyrants of Tehran. Do not test Israel's resolve. 
I'm John Clemens. A member of Team USA takes a beating on social media after a disappointing performance in South Korea. We get details from USA Radio's Chris Barnes. American Alpine skier Lindsey Vaughn gets an onslaught of attacks on social media when she fails to medal on Saturday in the Super G at the Winter Games. Vaughn made a mistake late in her run, finishing tied for sixth. Online reaction was swift, some calling her a loser, some saying they hope she suffers an injury. Taking the high road, Vaughn tweeted in response, Not everyone has to like me, but my family loves me, and I sleep well at night. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. And the folks heading up the SpaceX mission hoping that the Falcon 9 will be able to lift off this time, bringing with it a Spanish satellite. They're hoping to launch this on Wednesday after two earlier delays. This is USA Radio News. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast. It's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, for over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco. Here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We emanate, of course, from the Sports Byline SB Nation Studios in the world's most beautiful city. How do I know I was born here, baby? San Francisco, California. Yes, the man was correct in identifying me. My name is Pedro Fernandez, your undisputed Heavyweight champion of the radio race was often imitated, but never duplicated. Straight up, we're talking Miss Martial Arts for us this hour, of course. We'll hear from the WBC heavyweight champion as well. I'll talk about Deontay Wilder, of course. He talks a little MMA, of course. Mr. Wilder engaged in a fight with Luis Ortiz. It's going to go down March the 3rd, but if he wins that, he and, of course, Anthony Joshua, Joshua get by Joseph Parker, the current WBO champion. Those guys will rumble in the biggest fight in a long time as far as the heavyweight boxing division is concerned. Now, the heavyweight UFC division. Wow, we'll hear from Curtis Blades, Razor Blades in a little bit, but one of the contenders in the top 10 as far as the UFC division. Of course, anything from 205 pounds to 265 pounds. That is their weight limit. Of course, Stip Miocic, the world heavyweight champion, going to take on and defend his title against Daniel Cormier. Cormier, their current light heavyweight title is 205 pounds. Now, Cormier has a lot of advantages here. Mainly is that he's a great wrestler. 
He's an Olympic wrestler, a two-time uh, Olympian, I think several-time national champion. So he is the man as far as getting down and grappling is concerned. But Stip Miocic, a bigger guy naturally, and he strikes a little bit harder as well. And Stip, of course, got that boxing background. I like that boxing background. In other words, I like strikers, except for Francis Ngannou. And I told you, Stip Miocic would beat him down, and he did. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio, one time, open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. You're tuned to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Ladies and gentlemen, after three rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for a decision. The judges score the contest, 30-26, 
30-26, and 29-27 for the winner by unanimous decision, Curtis Razorblades. So the winning ways continue for the heavyweight contender, Curtis Razorblades. Congratulations. I know you've got a lot of respect for Mark Hunt. Your thoughts on the fight? Hey, he came out like he knew he was. Swing for the fences. They're gonna knock me out. He called me early. I learned my lesson. Went back to my takedowns. Ground and pound. You landed a personal best 10 takedowns in the fight. How hurt were you early, and when did you feel like you had fully recovered? I was hurt for about 20 seconds. I recovered when I had that next takedown. I'd imagine this is a big fight for you, not just the win, but the experience of dealing with that adversity and coming back and dominating the final two rounds. Yeah, uh, I know Australia's going to root for the hero. No offense, but I came to win, and I did what I wanted to do. You certainly did that. You're likely going to be in the top five when the rankings come out next week. Any idea who you'd like to see next inside the octagon? Don't care, but I want to be in Chicago. Let's go. Put me in Chicago. I want this feeling. I want this. You have certainly earned it. Safe trip home, ladies and gentlemen. Your co-main event winner, he is Curtis Razorblades. Curtis Blades, 9-1-1 is a heavyweight, of course, working on that takedown game, man. That's what he should have done with Nugano and said he stood up and tried to fight with Nugano, of course. When you stand and fight with a guy that can punch, in other words, don't work to the other guy's advantage. In other words, you know, usually you don't hook with a hooker, don't punch with a puncher, don't box with a boxer. Try to do something that offsets what they do best. Not, I mean, you have to. And, you know, on certain aspects, I like to cheat. And when I say cheat, I mean, like, step on guys' feet. I mean, when guys were running around, I mean, remember Keith Rucker uh, put on, got on the bicycle after I knocked him down about 15 or 20 seconds into a fight, <clears throat> got on his bicycle, bicycle, started running around. I stepped on his foot. I was, you know, you get tired of chasing people, man. This only got three rounds here. We're talking amateur fights. So only got three rounds here, and there's a lot on the line. So I'm not going to worry, waste my time watching you all uh, do your thing, run around me like a girl. Anyway, the bottom line is I'm not into runners. And, of course, this guy, Razorblades, is not a runner. He went straight at Francis Ngannou. Ngannou and he clashed. Ngannou won, of course, won that fight going away. So on the other side of this fight now, after having, you know, taken care of business, I'm talking about Mr. Curtis Blades, Razor Blades, call it what you want. I have to position him probably about, about number seven or number eight in the heavyweight division, maybe higher than that. Of course, the guy that he took out was the slowing Samoan. I'm talking about Mark Hunt. Used to be the throwing Samoan, but when you're 43 years old in Samoan, you're no longer the throwing Samoan, you're the catching Samoan. And that's what he did. He caught all night. I mean, he, if he was like a, his face was like a catcher's mitt. Bam, 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 pitch after pitch. Every time, every time Blades threw, Mark Hunt caught. Of course, the decision was big time across the board, 30-26 twice. One judge, uh, 30-26 meaning one judge gave, two judges gave uh, Mr. Blades a 10-8 round. But one judge actually gave the uh, one round to Mark Hunt. Don't ask me how, 29-27. I just don't know how. Another Samoan on the card. And Samoan heavyweights are exciting because they punch hard. They're exciting, but they don't last too long. Well, I'll take that back. Mark Hunt was the exception to the rule. He was one of those guys that could go the go the route. He can go five five minute rounds and look fat and do it and, do, and be in good shape. <clears throat> but for the most part, Samoan guys for the heavy yeah, Samoan athletes of my regard, remember the guys I remember, they all peaked out early. They just peaked out early. I mean, you know, they were muscle bound and that kind of stuff at 17, 15, 15, 16, 17. And then by twenty five, they were butterballs. So you know, they sort of ran their high school 
career, and at that point in time, they fell off the athletic mark, per se. But Mark Hunt, give him props, 43 years old. Time to walk away, baby. You got beat down and beat down bad. Fortunately for you, uh, it was a decision win, a decision loss, not getting knocked out in front of your hometown people down there. Talk about down under in Australia. Double T, Ty Tuvasa. Beat Cyril Lasker. That was a TKO as well with punches and elbows. Another heavyweight to watch. Jake Matthews, no, not the Impact Wrestling uh, announcer. Jake Matthews beat, get this guy, Lee Jingling. I got to like that name, Jingling. Yeah, Lee Jingling. He was a loser. Lost the unanimous not across the board to uh, Mr. Jake Matthews. And that guy with the best name in all of mixed martial arts. Who was that? Tyson Pedro, baby. Tyson Pedro beat up a guy named by the name of... Safarov, Safarov. Now, Safarov hadn't fought since 2016, and he was knocked out in that last fight. So how prepared was he mentally? He wasn't. This was a setup. If ever there was a setup in the world of the UFC, this was probably it. Tyson Pedro, of course, sells a lot of tickets in Australia. Good-looking guy, talks a good game. I mean, he's got a good name, but, you know, he ain't the greatest fighter in the world. I think he's got a lot of... um, a lot of learning to do. I don't think he'll be champion anytime soon, but he's got the good name, no doubt about that. The Korean star, Dong Hun Kim, was the winner. He beat Damian Brown with a split decision. Israel uh, Adesina uh, beat Rob Wilkinson. That was a TKO. This guy's fighting the middleweight. And another fight on the card worth mentioning. Ross Pearson defeated Mizoto Horoto. via unanimous night across the board, 30-27, 29-28, 30-27. That means three rounds to zip. The 29-28 score means two rounds to one. Now, the UFC rocking and rolling tonight, of course, in, of all places, hmm, Austin, Texas. The Frank Irwin Center, baby. And what a better place for the cowboy, Donald Cerrone, to display his skills. Of course, talk about February 18th, live on Fox Sports 1, baby. The main event, <clears throat> Donald Cerrone taking on Yancey Medeiros. Of course, Donald Cerrone, the cowboy, the last-minute hero, the guy that saved so many of the USC promotions coming at the last minute, fighting on, like, a day's notice, two days' notice, born in 1983. Good-looking fighter, know that about that. Six foot one, weighs the welterweight limit of 170 pounds. Of course, fought at lightweight from 2006 to 2015. Now fighting at welterweight. I don't know about moving up, but some guys have to. You know, this can't make the weight anymore. Of course, his style has got some Muay Thai. He's got some Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, a little boxing background as well. So he is well-schooled in fighting out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Of course, his record as a professional boxer, get this, undefeated, 1-0. As a professional kickboxer, 29 wins, take that back, 29 uh, fights, 28 wins. As a mixed martial artist, 32 wins, 10 losses. What's going to happen tonight? This guy Yancey, he's fighting. Of course, Yancey, of course, they're not bringing Yancey in here to win, or are they? Yeah, Yancey's got a little of ability. Comes to us from Hawaii, of course, the home of BJ Penn, the former lightweight icon, of course, one of the first UFC champions that really took note around the world at 155 pounds because BJ, in his day, BJ could fight. Anyway, this guy's 15-4 and four with a draw. No doubt about it. He's coming to fight. But will he win? The Hawaiian versus the Cowboy tonight. The main event, of course, that's on Fox Sports 1. Also on the card, Derek Lewis, a heavyweight of note, taking on Marcin Tibera. James Vick is a lightweight, taking on Francis Trinaldo. Diago Alves, a veteran, I believe, of the UFC days, if that name is the same guy I'm remembering, taking on Curtis Millender. And there's one, two, three. Sage Northcutt is still fighting. That's like Dana White fighting. I think Sage is really old. I remember him being really old. Anyway, the fight card starts out at 3 p.m. Pacific time. That is 6 p.m. Eastern time, I believe, on uh, Fight Pass. We'll go for an hour on Fight Pass. And then at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time, they're going to go with the Fox Sports 1 card, and that will air for a couple hours, no doubt about that. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 
12 fights. Good luck on that when they try to fit 12 fights into a two-hour broadcast on Fox Sports 1. Can they do it? they got the TV time, more power to them. Am I seeing any fights here that are not missed fights? Well, Cerrone can fight, and Cerrone, you know, he brings it every time. He's in shape, no doubt about that. But this is one of those cards that eh, if I had something else to do, that I'd stay home. I just, it's not one of those cards, just not one. And that's why it's on Fox Sports 1. They're trying to build up interest, of course, in the UFC. In order to do so, I think, you've got to come up with some superstars. And unfortunately, the UFC is not rocking and rolling with superstars today. They just aren't happening. I mean, much like I talked about the in hour number one, our boxing hour, how a new star has emerged. I'm talking about David Benavides, of course, at 168 pounds out of Phoenix, Arizona, a Mexican-American who's going to turn that pay-per-view crank when he and Zerto Ramirez hook it up, the WBO champion at 168. So we've got stars coming into the world of boxing. It's a little bit slower than the world of MMA because MMA's got a whole lot of things going on. I mean, Fox Sports 1's rocking and rolling all the time. The USC's got at least one pay-per-view a month, which is like overdoing it. Some of those cars aren't worth pay-per-view. But this one on Fox Sports 1, it's worth what it'll cost you. Nothing. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The guilt-free, no-commitment text line. 415-275-1613. Text me, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain... 
back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Ladies and gentlemen, referee Mark Goddard has called a stop to this contest at 1 minute 48 seconds of the third round. Declaring the winner by knockout, Yoel, Soldier of God, Romero! All right, ladies and gentlemen, your main event winner. We are here with the Soldier of God, Yoel Romero. Congratulations on an epic victory here tonight. Your thoughts on the fight, sir? On the fresh... The first I want to say is thank you, God, for everything that you give me in my life. I want to say, I'm so sorry for Robert Whitaker. Normally, he's, he is the guy when he stay here, but that is the plan for God. And, and the second, I want to say, I'm so sorry for the cold way so bad for me. That is the same, the, the first time in my career when I not can put it, my, my, my body down. That's uh, like I want to say thank you for everybody coming tonight. Yoel, you fought a very smart fight tonight. Was this the fight you expected against Luke Rocco? Yeah, you know, Rocco is a, is a very good, amazing fighter. You know, he's a... A champion to a strike for champion for the UFC. He needed respect, and I'm very, I'm very happy because I fight, and this time I fight with the, everyone for the, the best in my in my division. I know you're disappointed we don't have a belt for you here tonight, but this is a huge win against Luke Rockhold. Got to think at some point you're going to have that UFC gold around your waist. Yes. Thank you, Dana. Thank you, UFC. Thank you, Donna. For I want to say this girl. This guy is amazing. He pushed me every day. And, and, and my last time when I called away, he go with me in the sauna. He pushed myself. Thank you, Donna. One of the best in the world. An honor to watch you perform tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, the soldier of God, Yoel Romero.
Man, why do I hate it when they invoke God? I just don't like it. I just, this is combat sports. You know, you can't go out there and try to, like, you know, separate a guy from his senses or worse and then say, I want to thank God for that. I just, it's so hypocritical. It just is. But that, of course, Christianity, hypocritical, hand in hand. Anyway, bottom line is we're talking USC, of course, USC rocking and rolling. Last week, of course, you're Earl Romero. They're the was supposed to be the interim world middleweight champ, a guy that didn't make weight, a guy that's got a body It looks like he takes steroids. If ever there was a guy that looks like he takes steroids, it is this guy, Yoel Romero. Of course, once beaten, lost to Robert Whitaker, Whitaker being the current world middleweight champion, according to the UFC, of course. Romero and Rockhold was in about for an interim title because uh, Mr. Whitaker is hurt. But this fight, of course, not much of a fight until it got into the third round and it ended. Romero can really, really rock. He can punch. He can... He can strike. I mean, he struck out of a, it looked like a southpaw boxing stance to me, but with that left-hand cross. And <clears throat> once Luke Rockhold was prone and laying on the, on the ground, he came with sort of like an uppercut, almost tore Luke Rockhold's head off his shoulders. I mean, yee, it was ugly. I kid you not. And, of course, Rockhold, not in the best of shape after the fight. Romero talking to him, you know, when you don't talk to a knocked-out fighter. The guy's like, who, who are you? Who are you? He can't even use buzz, beyond buzz. Anyway, Joel Romero trying to, do the right thing after the fight, knocking out, after knocking out Luke Rockhold, telling him he's the second best in the world, that kind of good stuff. Yeah, 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 right. Anyway, at the end of the day, Romero's going to hook up with Robert Whitaker. Of course, Whitaker thought that uh, Romero looked good, but Whitaker has beaten Romero before by decision, so I guess he would be favored going in. Although Romero does have those, those, those finishes, those flying knee finishes. I mean, his back fists and all his different. I mean, he does. He's got a an arsenal of, of, of weaponry in the world of combat sports has hardly ever been seen before. So I think he's a great fighter, but I also think he's on Flintstone vitamins. You know how I feel about those Flintstone vitamins, man. That's just not cool. It's not. Okay, you want to hit golf balls? That's fine. You want to hit baseballs? Yeah, I'm sort of not, not too down with that because I like Willie Mays. I like how he did it naturally. Babe Ruth, guys like that. Mickey Mantle, okay. But, you know, I can sort of say, oh, okay, 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 okay with golf. Uh, golf and baseball, okay. But football, you know, inflicting pain on other guys with a steel helmet on. Oh, my God. Or boxing or combat sports, MMA with four-ounce gloves. Come on, man. That's not cool. That's like giving a guy an extra hand or an extra two hands. And I explained this to you before that if the average athlete – recovers in about 40 seconds on the stool, about 40, 45 seconds, 50 seconds, he's ready to go when the bell rings to get up off that stool, okay? But if you're on uh, performance-dancing drugs, you can be ready in 15 or 20 seconds. Ask, oh, I'm sorry, ask. Look at Manny Pacquiao. Don't ask him. Look at him. Look at the way he recovered in a lot of those fights. That was, like, miraculous. I mean, here's a guy that's moving up in weight, beating up bigger guys, and not breathing hard in between rounds, and the guys that are bigger than him are over there huffing and puffing? Come on, man. Flintstone vitamins all over the place. No doubt about it. That's the way I felt as far as uh, Manny Pacquiao was concerned. And once I started screaming about Pacquiao being on steroids and the word getting around the called mainstream media, of course, the Internet media as well, Pacquiao wasn't knocking anybody out anymore. He just wasn't. I mean, those knockouts all sort of came to an end. Coincidence? I don't think so. Anyway, here's a good fight. Cyborg, of course, going to do her thing. I'll talk about Chris Cyborg Santos the world 145-pound women's champion, and some people think that, you know, she stands up to go to the bathroom, things like that. No, she's a woman. She's just the roughest woman on the planet. And, you know, when you are the roughest woman on the planet, and if you've seen the extremes that she goes to to make 145 pounds, you realize that she's tough beyond beyond anything I could ever be. And I don't mean just I, – I mean it. I mean, 
you know, I struggled to make weight a few times. I was in the, in the sauna and things like that, you know, sweating it out in the sauna, but never to the point where, where I was dying. And this girl here, I mean, she comes out of that sauna. They put her in a rubber suit and they put her in there. And, they, and, and anyway, she goes to incredible extremes, much like an old boxer back from the 90s, Jorge Maramero Paez. I was getting a massage in the Reno Hilton. I think it was the Reno Hilton or the Las Vegas Hilton because he had a contract where he fought with, he fought at the Hilton Hotels for NBC Television, both in Vegas and Reno. So it was at either the Vegas Hilton or the Reno Hilton. I'm getting a massage. It's the night before a fight, and they weigh in on the morning of the fight that time because this isn't the day before weigh-ins, the morning of the fight. So I'm sitting down in the locker room of this of this sonic, this health club and getting ready for my massage, and all of a sudden the sauna door opens up and four or five guys run out, and they've got a guy by the arms and the legs, and they're carrying him, and he's in a rubber suit. Okay, so they throw him out there on the, uh, on the bench in front of me, and move, 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 they throw him on the bench in front of me in between the lockers, and... And they pull off his, his hood and stuff, and it's Maromero Pias, Jorge Maromero Pias. And he looks at me and goes, homie, homie, no mas box. He was dying, making the way to the killer. It's the hardest part as far as fighting is concerned. I mean, people say to me, well, what was your toughest fight? The toughest fight was usually making the weight. The other guy I didn't worry too much about. If I was in great shape, and Alexis Arguello taught me this. He said to me, before I won my first Golden Glove Championship back in 1982, said to me right here in San Francisco, I said, how do you know you're in the best condition physically you could ever be in and your mental condition is right? How do you know when all this is right? He said, well, he goes, you go out there and you push yourself to the limit. He goes, and you push yourself to the limit physically, your mental conditioning will come in. It will just, it will just flow into position. It will just, it just like, like a glove. It will fit like a glove. And he's right because the fights in which I was focused, and, you know, I was doing my thing as far as keeping the weight off. And that was always my problem. It was because I started training for a fight 148 pounds, right? And I only have to make 139, so that's not a lot of weight to lose, right? But then I'd get down like 42, 43, and I'd get to 41, and then I would struggle making those last two pounds. I would. And guess what? Now they moved the junior welterweight division from 139 pounds to 141 pounds. Oh, my God. 141? I'd have won more than four Golden Gloves, no doubt about that. But UFC 222, back to the lady catching that weight and her big weight loss. Talk about cutting weight. Uh, my man, I'm talking about everybody's man is on the card as well. So I'm not Cyborg Santos. Everybody calls her a man. But Frankie Edgar, taking on defeated Brian Ortega. Edgar, the former lightweight champion, moving up, moving down to 145 pounds from 155 to take on Brian Ortega. Ortega's undefeated. Ortega can fight. Ortega is the real deal. So is Frankie Edgar. So this is a toss-up type of fight. And Cyber are going to take on Yana Kuniskaya. And Yana can fight, but at 135. So when you move up 10 pounds to take on Chris Cyborg Santos, who probably walks into the cage, the octagon is weighing about mm, 170, 165 pounds, somewhere around that. <clears throat> You're going to be at a great physical disadvantage. Ask Holly Holm. I mean, Holly Holm, one of the best stand-up MMA fighters ever. She was a, perform- a professional boxer with like 40 fights. Okay, she could really go. I mean, she could. But she couldn't stand up with Cyborg. I mean, Cyborg beat on her like, oh, that was that was vicious. And, of course, another fight that probably should have been stopped. I mean, listen, and people say to me, you know, you, 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 you want to stop these fights. Like last night, I thought the fight um, between uh, David Benavidez and, of course, his young man, of course, I thought that fight should have been stopped. I just did. I mean, how much, I mean, when you're beating on a guy for like seven or eight rounds and you're beating on him bad, I mean, really bad, and he's taking extreme punishment, why do you want to continue? 
Is this for an entertainment factor? Is this to make the fans feel good? Why? The fans aren't going to be there in 10 years from now when you're, like, selling pencils down at the Greyhound Station or something like that, or you're living like James Broadass Broad, living in the back of a Greyhound bus station in North Carolina before being homeless, before dying. Listen, this stuff is ugly. It's ugly. There's no doubt about it. That's why I say you pull the trigger. You pull it before you think you need to. Why do I say that? Because I used to box, folks. And unfortunately, for a lot of my friends, they didn't fare as well as I did in the world of uh, cognitive skills. In other words, I could do the show week in and week out without a script. You think I could if I took a lot of boxing punishment? Probably not. You are tuned to the Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio Network, open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7510. Also on that, USC Carver Cyborg and Frank Yeager is going to be Stefan Struve. And why is Stefan Struve important? Because... He is one of the, he's the only guy that the world heavyweight champion has uh, has not beaten in a rematch. We're talking about Stefan Struve taking on, of course, Stip Miocic. If Miocic gets by, Daniel Cormier, Cormier, the light heavyweight title holder, stepping up the heavyweight for the, all the marbles of the USC heavyweight title. You are tuned to the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network, talking mixed martial arts, baby. For sure, somebody go down and they're going to be Holly. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you're one of the millions of Americans who can't work because of a serious injury or illness, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. It doesn't matter if you've applied before and the government has said no. Let the experienced attorneys at Bill Gordon & Associates help you get the Social Security disability you deserve. Their team of attorneys have been fighting for benefits for people just like you for over 20 years. And best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. There are many conditions that make you eligible, including some you may not even be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Bill Gordon & Associates today for your free no obligation consultation see if you qualify for the social security benefits you need and deserve 800-443-4996 800-443-4996 that's 800-443-4996 it has been said that everyone has a book in them but do you have the time or the ability to write your book Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript. 
quickly and affordably. Adorance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Welcome out to SB Nation and Sports Byline Radio. My name is Pedro Fernandez, Bellator MMA. I'm talking about Bellator at 194 went down. Of course, the Cowboy, Roy Big Country Nelson, was in the main event against Matt Mantrioni. What is Matt known for most? <laughs> Knocking Fallon Fox. Of course, Fallon Fox being the transsexual fighter, the guy that was born a guy and then started to, then he had a sex change operation and he was fighting as a girl. Eventually, he, she was beaten. Thank goodness, because I think that's most that's one of the most unfair advantages I've ever heard in my entire life. In other words, you're fighting somebody, a female, but you're fighting a male, a man, a person who was born with a with a male bone structure, so the male bone mass and, and the male muscles and all that kind of good stuff. So it's unfair. I mean, you can't. I can't believe they let that crap go. Talk about PC. Listen, nobody's more pro gay, pro transsexual, pro bisexual than I am. I just am. I live in San Francisco. I think that everybody should do their thing, who they sleep with, what they want to do. That's their own business. I could care less, okay? I really can't. I mean, it's their own business. Just let it go like that. But, of course, Matt Mitrioni had a point with Fallon Fox, and that Fallon Fox shouldn't have been fighting girls. No way, no how. Of course, she was eventually beaten. Thank goodness. Anyway, Roy Big Country Nelson, a USC veteran in the past, as was Mitrioni, lost a three-round decision, of course, to Matt Mitrioni. Double M, Matt now 13-5, and five. of course, Big Country now 23 and 15. Of course, Big Country, sort of like a long time ago, Big Country was, you know, a mid-carter type of guy. He's like a, a good number five, number six type of guy. Maybe you can call him, at one point in time, the gatekeeper of the heavyweight division. Maybe not anymore. I mean, you know, at 20, 23 and 15, he's probably as long in the tooth as his beard is. So what I'm trying to tell you is that he's done, been done. Matt Mitrione, a three-round win. Good, good luck for Matt, of course, trying to do his thing in the heavyweight division. They're trying to do things as far as a Bellator tournament is concerned. And for what I'm trying to get now, it looks like that Bellator is done with Spike TV. And how do I know that? Because it used to say Bellator Spike or Bellator.com slash Spike. And now it says Bellator.com uh, and they're going to Paramount TV. So evidently they've got some contractual changes. And in 12 days, so I'll get back to you on the next edition of of, uh, of SB Nation and, and Sports Byline uh, MMA Radio will talk about the upcoming Bellator event that's going to come down in 12 days. Of course, that gives us next week's show to explain that in detail, as well as the uh, the difference as far as the radio networks are concerned. Now, earlier this week, the world heavyweight champion, I'm talking about a boxing, or at least one of them. You know, boxing's got a couple of champions. Actually, there's three or four of them. There's the WBO champion, Joseph Parker. He's undefeated 24-0 out of New Zealand. Okay, he holds a WBA World Boxing Organization title. There's a WBA champion. There's a WBC champion. And, of course, uh, there's the IBF champion, the guy that people really respect, the 2012 Olympic gold medalist. Talk about Anthony Joshua. And, of course, these guys eventually have got to rock and roll. But, you know, they posed the question to Deontay Wilder as to whether he was willing to fight Steve Mewchuk for the UFC heavyweight title. Let's see what Deontay says. When you have so many haters, why do you, like, does that fuel you? Because, like, people, like, you're nice. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, 
They just don't understand what they what they're seeing. You know, it ain't really regular. It's crazy. He doing what he doing. So now they had to label them as bombs and like that, but they would never walk that that green mile to get in this ring. They would never step in this ring and do what we fighters do, put our life on the line. So many people, oh, I pay my money, but yeah, you way up in the blood, the nose, please see. Nigga, come down here into the front row, let's see something. And even still then, who will risk their life in the ring? Only the crazy people that do it. Deontay, how many rounds would Anthony Joshua make it with you? What happened? How many rounds would Anthony Joshua go with you? I, I, you know, it's too far to, he would have first time. One part at a time for sure. But first, Joshua got to accept it first. He's like this right now. He's running. And it's going to be up to the fans to smoke him out of there. Do you think Joshua needs you more than you need him? We need each other. That's right. If we want to unify the division, we need each other. I'm not going nowhere. I'm here. I'm not going nowhere. Is this the biggest heavyweight title fight since Tyson Holyfield? Or? Joshua, me and Joshua? Yeah. Of course. Most definitely. I mean, yeah, you got to have confidence in this sport. I would never say another man will beat me. Why would I say that? Well, you know what I mean? That's how I feel. And then in today's generation, the technology that we have is so advanced. You know, I can put a machine on my arm right now and knock things out. I can get a hyperbaric chamber to replace my body. They didn't have that back in the day. Yante! Yante! Would you fight the UFC heavyweight in a boxing fight? What's that? Would you fight the UFC heavyweight champion in a boxing Of course! Of course, this is a comeback sport. Why not? People champ. He's a people champ. I believe in what I, I believe in what I say. I believe in what I do. And I think in, in combat, that is the ultimate weapon. Is believing. It's your mindset. It's the the the, the 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 mental part of it. That's it. If you believe, you achieve. You ain't gotta worry about what other people think about you. I don't care about what people say or what they think because there's a lot of haters up in here right now up in this gym. But right now, because I'm in the presence of them, they can feel it. And they have never the gym love ball. He loves ball. 2008 Olympic bronze medalist, of course, out of that boxing hotbed, the mecca of boxing, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I'm sorry. Have you ever been to Alabama? I don't think so. Uh, I'm not going to knock Alabama. I've been there. They were good to me, no doubt about it. Who wasn't good to me? Californians, believe it or not. Been throughout the country, like about 32, 33 states, and faced more racism in California than I did anywhere else in the country. I kid you not. And I was in the South. I remember being lost in the South one time and not and being sort of afraid to ask somebody about directions back before the days of GPS when you're trying to figure stuff out on one of those those uh, gas station maps. I mean, that was crazy. How am I going to get here? Where am I going? Anyways, I was scared to ask people. I was just scared. It just was. You were intimidated. If you were a person of color in the South, even me, even me, former policeman, former four-time Golden Glove champion, you just slightly intimidated in the South when you see the way people look at you. I'm sorry, but that's the way it was. And, of course, as I said, the people in the South treated me great. It was the people in California that treated me like spit, spit with an H. Stip Miocic, the aforementioned world heavyweight champion, going to hook it up at UFC 226 going down the 7th of July. T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas, Nevada, of course, taking on the aforementioned <laughs> light heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier. Cormier, you know, not my nice guy. No doubt about it. I mean, classy guy, did good interviews with me in the past. I mean, he was a the Strike Force Grand Prix heavyweight tournament winner. I mean, beat Josh Barnett. I mean, I mean, beat Frank Mir. I mean, he beat some good guys. No doubt about it. In fact, a lot of his fights, I think 14 of his fights, have been <clears throat> in the heavyweight division. I mean, he's above 205 pounds. 
And now he's going to take on Stip Miocic, of course, the world heavyweight champion, July the 7th. And Stippy's going to be a favorite going into this fight. But, you know, if Cormier can get this fight on the ground, Cormier can out-wrestle anybody in the world. That's how good he is on the ground. Cain Velasquez told me one time that he's the best wrestler he's ever, ever seen. Seriously. Cain Velasquez, that was Cain, that was Cain being the former world heavyweight UFC champion. That was his, that was his wrestling coach. Now, I kid you not, Daniel Cormier. So the light heavyweight champion, Although he fights at 205 pounds, and he's sort of soft at 205. Um, but he's, he's fought at heavyweight, as I said, like 13, 14 times. And he's going to take on the heavyweight champion. And if he gets it on the ground, Stip Miocic's got a fight in his hand. Stippy's got to take this one and leave it on, the, on, the, on standing up. Stippy's a former Golden Glove champion, Cleveland Golden Glove champion. The guy can fight. He can box. He combines that jiu-jitsu, all that kind of good stuff. He puts it all together for a good striking game, of course, against Francis Ngannou. The idea wasn't to outstrike him. The idea was to out wear him, out wrestle him, and wear him down, which he did. And Ghana was gasping for air after one round. Those arms must have weighed forty-five pounds each. I mean, <gasps> he looked like an asthmatic after a round and a half, getting oxygen in between rounds. It wasn't helping. And after five rounds, he was a decisive loser. Of course, losing every round, going away. I mean, the first round he landed a couple of right hands. That one good right hand that sort of uh, that got Stippy's attention per se. And yeah, he was a puncher. But as I said to you before, it was the lead-up to the fight. It doesn't matter how hard these guys hit. A lot of those guys hit hard in the gym. Uh, Sonny Napopo, I told you about him here in San Francisco. Hardest hitter in the entire world at 140 pounds in the gym. Never laid a glove on me. He never hit me. So, it was, so I wasn't worried about his power. Don't let him hit you. Ain't got to worry about it. Of course, Stip Miocic, Francis Ngannou, he didn't get hit all that much. And then, of course, he took Ngannou to school on the ground. Ngannou's another one of those guys, and I mentioned this earlier, with Khabib uh, being the, of course, going after light lightweight championship. Khabib, uh, of course, the undefeated fighter, 25-0, formerly of the U.K., I mean, USSR. Um, he's the real deal in the minds of many. But then again, he's one of these strikers, like Ngannou. Doesn't work on his ground game much. If you don't work on your ground game and you get on the ground, things happen. How do I know? Because I used to box. And when you boxing and wrestling are two different things, you've got to be equipped to do it all in the world of mixed martial arts, especially today. I mean, this is not a, a one-dimensional game anymore. I mean, nobody can do it with just wrestling. Nobody can do it with just boxing. Nobody can do it with, ju- uh, with just uh, uh, jujitsu. They've got to be able to combine all these different these traits, put all these different skills together and come together and make it a complete fighter because you've got to be the complete fighter to win nowadays. And think about this. Boxing 101, boxing 101 is, has, has, has taken these UFC fighters to another level. I mean, think about it. Stip Miocic, boxing 101. Daniel Cormier, not really boxing 101. Okay? But the other champions have used boxing in the quick jabs. Dominic Cruz is a good boxer. T.J. Dillashaw, the world bantamweight champion, is a good boxer. Okay, Chris Weidman, wanting to make uh, moves at 185 pounds, of course, wanting to take on the uh, Yoel Romero, who we heard from earlier, Weidman, the former USC middleweight champion out of upstate New York. I don't know. I don't know if anybody really wants to rumble with Yoel Romero until I get him drug tested time and time and time again. And I'm serious. I mean, when I look at a guy and I see steroids, I think to myself, steroids, and I just don't want to take part in a fight with a guy I think that's cheating. I just, listen, again, baseballs, golf balls, okay. People, not okay. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-757. Let me go to the guilt-free text line right now. Cormier is a 
yeah, Cormier is a better wrestler, but Stipe is a better boxer. He's Stipe's going to win this fight inside the distance. I don't know if it'd be an inside the distance type of win. I think that Miocic is Miocic is going to look to try to win one round at a time against Danny Cormier. That's the way to beat Cormier is one win one round at a time, unless you want to go for that body shot and knock him out. Because I think that's where he's soft in the middle. Of course, Anderson Silva, <clears throat> the Spider, the uh, former middleweight champion himself. Of course, the guy from Brazil. He took the fight with Cormier like on like 10 hours notice. I guess, I kid you not, 12 hours, something like that. Took it at the way in the day before. Anyway, took it on a couple hours notice and ended up going three complete rounds with him. And in the third round, he hit Cormier so hard with a liver shot that Cormier almost went down. In fact, Cormier was ready to go. He was ready to be taken like a rose ready to be picked. He was going. He was going. He was gone. But guess what? Spider, Spider, Anderson Silva, so long in the tooth that he couldn't smell the blood in the water. And when you can't smell the blood in the water, guess what? You can't pull the trigger. You can't pull the trigger? Don't belong in combat sports. Of course, Anderson Silva is still talking about a comeback. Still wants to fight Roy Jones. But Roy Jones has retired officially, being the 1980 Olympic silver medalist, the guy that got robbed of the gold medal, finally retired a fortnight ago. Of course, Roy Jones talking about doing things in MMA. Speaking of MMA, yeah, yeah, yeah. Floyd Mayweather in the picture, of course, uh, this week, stepping into the cage, the octagon, and running around in his bare feet and this and that. He's just testing the waters, okay? Would, do I think he would take an MMA fight? Um, I don't think he... I, you never knew what Floyd would do for money. I really don't know what he'll do for money. I mean, you know, when, you, when you can generate three or $400 million paydays, I guess that sort of makes you a, a unique individual and you call your own shots. But Floyd Mayweather in an MMA ring against an MMA fighter, <clears throat> Floyd would be toast. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. couple of texts after the break. You are tuned to the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. We're talking mixed martial arts, baby. He would try, and I would bring it back down. And that work, man. I just wanted to gas him out and get him tired. You know, you know it's a big boy. He's got a lot of muscle on him, you know, and there's a lot of oxygen to carry for a big boy like that. I don't know, man. I guess I, I don't know. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? for a vacation or a new car, but today withdrawing your own cash has become risky. 
Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam and you can have lifetime coverage and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. Hey, the guy's pointing at me. What does that mean? Uh, I'm supposed to say something. Okay. <laughs> you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Guess what? They're going to replay hour number one of uh, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the boxing hour, and the upcoming hour. In other words, right after this show, they will air the hour number one. It will be a replay of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. MNA, of course, 11 a.m. Pacific time, each and every Saturday and Sunday, right here on Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio Sports. Uh, what can I say? I'm very, very blown away by the fact that You've got a, a, a USC heavyweight champion, of course, that's doing all kinds of good things, of course, in the community. I think it hit me out to a positive effect. I mean, he's a fireman. He, he's a firefighter, a paramedic. He's doing. He doesn't have to do those things. He still does them. He's a hero in his own community, and I love him for that. I really do. I mean, good boxing background. Always like that. Like the guys with Boxing 101. Of course, Boxing 101 is the main, probably one of the most main necessary ingredients to become a USC champion. You've got to be able to box a little bit. Those guys that can't, what can I say? They get licked like stamps. So the heavyweight division right now, Tippy Mochik's on top. More power to him. Light heavyweight division, I guess that's sort of up in the air now with Cormier going to step up and fight for the heavyweight title. I think they should open up the belt at 205 and have a tournament or a interim title at 205. Maybe bring out John Jones if he can get past this latest athletic commission drug test type of thing. He's think he's supposed to go up against them in February or March. So we wish John Jones the best of luck, even though he too is a cheat. What do you say? He took a D-I-C-K, D-I-C-K, you know what I mean, a penis pill from a gas station that made him test positive steroids. Yeah, that's a, that's, 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 that's a real good, one. that's a real good one. John. Anyway, bottom line is you're tuned to ring talk live worldwide. If you're tuning in for the very time, very first time today, I welcome you to the Ring Talk family. You've been here with me for almost 34 years. Well, guess what? Same old, same old. We're just kicking ass. Another day, another time, another show. I thank you so much for tuning in. 
This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We are Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Sports Pilot and SB Nation Radio Sports. The executive producer, Mr. Scott Cuddy. Once again, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Thank you so much for tuning in to Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs> 